Welcome to the Perimenopausal Mamas Podcast for hormonal mamas who want to reclaim their own natural state of health to thrive and raise healthy kids. I'm Dr. Lisa Weeks, naturopathic doctor in Toronto, Canada. I'm a perimenopausal mama to my toddler named Stuart. And I'm Dr. Tony Reed. I'm a naturopathic doctor, birth doula, and hypnobirthing educator in Calgary, Alberta. And I'm a perimenopausal mama to my little girl, Frankie. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not meant to substitute professional medical advice. Always consult with your licensed healthcare provider. Welcome back, everyone, to the Perimenopausal Mamas podcast. Today, it's me, Dr. Lisa Weeks. I'm not here with Tony today because I'm going to be recording a solo episode on how to be intentional about your vacation or staycation. I'm going on vacation soon, and I'm going to walk you through an exercise that I do, whether I'm going away or I'm staying at home and taking some time off, just to ensure that you get the most out of your vacation or staycation. We tend to be so intentional when it comes to our work day, the chores we need to complete or things to take care of for the house. We make those to-do lists and follow such structured plans. And of course, on vacation, we don't want to have a rigid routine, but we want to set some intentions so we get the most out of it so that it unfolds in a way that we're happy with and we don't feel like we've missed out or we come back and we've been cheated out of an experience that we were expecting, but maybe didn't set up for. So I can't take credit for this exercise because I got it from Michael Hyatt and Co. I found it online and I print off. It's a two page form that I fill out each time before vacation, maybe the weekend before a few days before. Sometimes it's been the morning of that I've started vacation, but it just really helps to set the tone and make me think about what I need and what I want to get out of my break. There's two parts to it. So first is a vacation departure plan, which is really important to set up systems so that you're not going to be disturbed as much as possible. And you're going to leave feeling like, okay, you've taken care of what you've needed to for your job, for your house. You know, maybe you've deferred some tasks and things to when you get back, but you know, it's in the calendar. You're going to address it then. So these things aren't hanging over your head because the worst feeling I think of being on vacation is when you're like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. You're feeling guilty about taking the time, but you really need the time to recharge and reset. So you can come back to work, to your home life, to your family, reinvigorated and recharged and motivated. So the first step is the vacation departure plan, which I'm going to walk you through. And then the second part is the fun part, the vacation optimizer plan. So strategizing what you want your time to look like and how you want to spend it. So with the vacation departure plan, let's jump into that. We'll link to the handout for this as well. So you can print it off and complete it before your vacation or staycation. But first, you want to make a list of tasks or projects that you have on the go or that are going to be coming up really soon. Um, So make a list of those. And then you're going to put what you're going to do with each of those tasks. Maybe some of those you are going to do before you go on vacation because it's reasonable to complete. So you'll write the word do. Other tasks you may defer. So you may 
put in the calendar when you come back, block some time off when you're going to think about that task or start to take care of it. The other option would be to delegate. So is there someone you can pass that task on to? You know, if you're a person who likes to have the house clean before you go on vacation and it's feeling like you don't have time to do that, can you get a house cleaner to come in while you're packing or while you're doing some other tasks? So you really want to make that list and figure out how you're going to take care of each of those tasks. So for me, I need to get some podcasts out so you have some things to listen to while I'm away. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm recording this and I'm going to prep the other ones and line them up so they'll be automatically released so you can listen to them. I do need to catch up on my bookkeeping. That's one of my weaknesses. So I'm actually going to defer that though. So I'm going to block out a time in my calendar for early mid-September where I'm really going to sit down and focus on that. And then I have lots of little things that I could take care of, but luckily I have a a support Stephanie. She's a virtual assistant extraordinaire. So I'm going to make a list of tasks or things that she could take care of while I'm away. So then when I come back, I'm not swamped with a million things. And I love that she takes care of my emails, organizes, troubleshoots. So I don't come back to an inbox with hundreds of emails that could take a full day for me to sort through and respond to. So that gives you an idea of the work tasks that I need to do before I leave. And then, of course, there is a lot in preparation for vacation, shopping, packing, doing laundry. So we are going to schedule out the times when we're going to shop. We're going to do at least one load of laundry every day this week, probably two, just to keep on top of it. Um, So I'm going to sit down with my husband, Pete, and we're going to come up with a strategy on how to organize those Home, home chores and tasks. The next step is to think about how you're going to let people know you're away. You don't want to feel like you're on call. And, you know, if someone calls, you've got to answer. If someone emails, you've got to respond. So I think most people do this now, but using the email vacation autoresponder. So telling people when you're away, you're not going to be checking email. Here's a contact person to get in touch with if this you know needs to be taken care of right away, but really setting up those boundaries and expectations that you're not going to be checking messages. Definitely change your voicemail the day you leave or the day before um, to let people know you will not be responding, um, what they can do if they really need to get a hold of somebody. Um, For example, they can get in touch with Stephanie, as I mentioned with me. Um, So come up with those strategies so that you don't feel like you might be ignoring people, right? If you're, if someone emails you or calls you and leaves a message and you don't have those vacation autoresponders on, they're going to think that you're just ignoring them, that you're lazy or that you're not going to get back to them. And that may reflect how they think about your services as your, or your offerings, or even as your friendship or um, relationship. If it's a family member or friend, for example, so really set those up, how you're going to inform people of your vacation. 
I also like to come up with a tech detox plan because it can be so easy now, you know, at the cottage, we have Wi-Fi, which is a blessing and a curse because before it was not an option to be, you know, scrolling on Instagram, maybe checking my email to see if anything was happening, checking my electronic medical records software. So now the option is always there to be connected and to be working. So most of the time I'm able to totally disconnect, maybe just give myself a little bit of time if I want to scroll on Instagram or post some fun pictures of what we're doing, but setting a time limit and setting times and days, you know, if it's a little bit rainy, maybe I'll give myself half an hour to do a little bit of work on social media. I do like to listen to podcasts on my phone. So I'll typically download a bunch that I want to listen to before I go. And then I can listen to those as I'm, you know, doing the dishes at the cottage. Sometimes I like to listen to them as I go for a walk too. But come up with a strategy. The odd time I do need to do a couple of hours of work um, if I'm going into a launch or I have a deadline for something. So what I do in those cases is I look ahead at the weather forecast where I'm going to be. And then I see when is it going to be a rainy day. And then I will schedule an hour or two of work, but really setting boundaries of what I am able to do and the time limit I want to give myself so I don't get sucked into that vortex, right? You can just start doing more and more once you open up the floodgates. So that's how I'll approach it. I'll say, okay, Wednesday morning, it looks like it's raining. I'll do an hour of social media, an hour of some email newsletter prep. Um, But hopefully I've taken care of that before because now with software, we can pre-schedule a lot of things, but that's a strategy. So you're knowing when you're going to work and it's not hanging over your head like, oh, I should be doing this today. I should be doing this tomorrow. You know when you're going to get it done. So that takes care of the vacation departure planner. You may need to come up with strategies um, similar to what we discussed if you have teams, um, how you can delegate, how you can set them up. Um, But I'm a solopreneur, so this is how I approach um, my business life when I'm leaving for vacation or staycation. So let's move to the vacation optimizer plan. This is a time for you to brainstorm and dream big. Think about those things that maybe you don't normally do on vacation that you've like, oh, I wish I could go stand up paddle boarding, or I wish I could try that amazing restaurant in Huntsville. Um, So starting to think big and figure out ways that are going to help you have fun, fill your cup up, and even just trying different things can be so reinvigorating. It gives us a little bit of extra confidence. It just helps to shift our perspective on the world and on ourselves and what we can accomplish, which we can then bring back into our day-to-day when we return. So the first part of the vacation optimizer plan is to describe your ideal vacation and distill it down to three words. This can be challenging because I usually have a lot of words that um, I come up with when I do this part of the exercise. So ones that typically come up for me include rest, play, nature, connect, slow down breathe, 
just be. So depending on my intentions for the vacation and where I'm going and who I'm going to be with, I'll pick a few of these words. You don't have to pick three. You can have a few more, but you don't want to spread yourself too thin because then you're going to be trying to do too much or have too many intentions. And if you don't do them, then you might start to feel guilty or like you've been cheated. So that's the step one is distilling it down to three words, what you want to get out of it. Um, And then number two is why does it matter to you? So really thinking about what will the vacation mean for your life and what will you lose if you don't take it? So what commonly comes up for me, and I think for a lot of people, so the vacation means for my life that I have a chance to reset, to get out in nature to be physical, to have fun, to play. And I want to come back reinvigorated with some new perspectives and experiences, feeling like I actually had a time to take a break and get off screens and and stop doing things that might be for other people or for the business, just doing it for fun and to be in the moment. Vacation for me also means time to connect with family with no interruption so we can play all day, although granted, you're probably going to want a bit of your own time too. So also having some time for myself to be present and mindful and pick activities or um, restful activities that I enjoy. And then you want to think about what will you lose if you don't take it? So let's say you go on vacation, you're thinking about work, you're working a little bit every day, you're feeling guilty when you're not working, that's going to be a waste of a vacation. Um, And if you don't take it, let's say you decide last minute, oh, I can't afford to take it. Um, I can't take the time. I don't have the money. I'm not going to be making money while I'm away. Um, So let's say you don't take it. If you don't take vacation, I think we all know what can happen, right? You can become burnt out. You can lose that passion in your daily life, in your work. Uh, You can feel like it's just a grind day in and day out. And you feel like the summer may have passed you by and you totally got cheated. You didn't get to enjoy it. So the costs are pretty heavy if you don't take a vacation. It's pretty amazing in Europe, right? They take like month-long vacations and they come back there as productive, more productive than they were before. They have a good perspective on life. You know, if we if we go through the daily grind day in and day out, we're not going to be as effective. So we really need that rest and reset time so we can come back with extra passion extra energy, which will make us more effective and productive in the long term. So I really want you to hear that and believe that because it is the truth. If I've tried to work through times where I know I needed a break, even a day off or half of the day, I end up making mistakes and it takes me twice as long because I have to go back and correct them. I may not make good decisions. I'm just making a decision to take action because maybe that will make me feel good. But looking back, it may have been the wrong decision. It's amazing how inspiration can come to us as well when we step out of our routine and out of the daily grind. If we're out hiking, if we're swimming, if we're just sitting on the dock enjoying a cup of tea or coffee, things can click. We can get our greatest ideas 
This can happen in the shower when you're at home too, but you need that space and time for the brain to see new possibilities and create new opportunities. So I really hope that lands with you and that you can see how important the vacation is, whether it's a staycation or you're getting away. So now we get to plan out what different things look like during our vacation. So I want you to think about what does rest look like on your vacation? So I have a hard time sitting still. So sometimes I'll still get up as early as I do during the work week on the weekends, as well as when I'm on vacation, because I love my morning workouts, but I know I need to let myself slow down. I like that time for myself, but I figured out ways to help keep Stuart busy if he gets up you know, while I'm doing my workout and that's okay. He can play with his toys. He can watch a bit of TV. I can do my workout and still have some peaceful time for myself. So my goal really is to let myself sleep in. So not set an alarm, get up when I feel like getting out of bed, going to bed when I want to go to bed, not staying up late because I don't want to miss out on you know, the family party or watching a certain movie, maybe some nights I will, but, you know, having that intention of just getting the sleep and rest that I need. I also love reading. So bringing my book, reading on the dock, reading on the deck in the sunshine, that is rejuvenating to me. Taking a nap, if I can get a 15, 20 minute nap in the afternoon, I'll get that. It's such a nice reset for my system. And even doing, you know, a short guided meditation while I'm lying down in the afternoon, even if I'm not having a nap, can reset my mind and my body. Also letting go of things that I feel like I have to do, but actually I don't. So one of the fun things about going to the cottage is you don't have to care about what you look like. So not feeling like I have to have my hair done or my makeup on. Sometimes that can be challenging when we have guests up, um, but just really taking a break from those tasks that add up, right? Who cares if I have mascara on or not? Sure, I hardly have any eyelashes, but you know, that's okay. No big deal. So that's another way to rest. And even looking at simplifying tasks while I'm at the cottage. So, you know, sometimes I'll feel like cooking and I really am enjoying it. I might want to make like this beautiful salad, this beautiful dessert. But before having stewed, I remember I thought I had to make great meals and even make a lot of things before going to the cottage, like, you know, some great gluten-free muffins, some great salads to bring. But at those times, I wasn't enjoying it because it was a had to, not a want to. So now if I have to buy the bean salad, if I have to buy some desserts to bring up It's okay because I want to figure out where I want to put my time and energy. There's no, I have to do this because this is what I've done before. Nobody's expecting it from me, only myself. So keep it simple. Do what I feel like doing when I feel like doing it and not having unrealistic expectations placed on myself is a really good way for me to rest. And then looking at how do you want to move your body? Do you want to get out and go hiking? Do you want to go for a walk every morning or while the sun is setting? So figuring out how you want to keep active and in what way. Being in a new setting or even if you're 
like taking a staycation, just mixing up your exercise routine can be rejuvenating too. Maybe you take some of your workouts or your yoga class outside or down to the dock. I love being active at the cottage by going kayaking, hiking. I still like my morning workouts, but I do try to mix it up with more of these outdoor workouts. And the cottage does require work. So even cutting the grass, we have this huge hill down to the dock from the cottage. It can take about an hour to cut the grass and you're going up and down and up and down. So that could be my workout for the day. And it actually is really satisfying and mindful while I'm doing it. It's challenging my body in a new way. And I complete a task that I could look at and be proud of once it's done. There's usually firewood to stack, heavy things to lift. So that can also be part of my workout. It doesn't have to look the same as it does when I'm at home. Another fun way to move your body is to have a dance party. So pick a night, everybody picks some songs, your kids included, and just dance, move in a way that feels good. And now there's amazing things on YouTube for kids to get them active. So Stuart is totally into Pokemon. Um, he's into some, you know, Super Mario. So they have a Pokemon versus Super Mario race where there's short little 30 second intervals of exercises and you each pick a character. Of course, the winner is already predetermined, but you do that exercise and then one of the characters wins. So there's different videos that are eight minutes, 11 minutes longer. Stuart gets a total kick out of these and it gets him moving his body and exercising without him feeling like it's a chore. So he really enjoys that too. I love swimming in the water. I love um, doing some yoga and stretching outside. So there's so many great ways to keep active because I find that really reinvigorates my mind and my body. And if I can do it in nature, it's a two for one. The nature, um, we know nature is a cure in and of itself because it can help lower our stress hormones, our blood pressure. It forces us to slow down and be mindful. And we know even being in nature actually helps our eyes because you're forced to look further away. You're not forced to look at a screen right in front of your face, which contributes to nearsightedness. We want to get our eyes looking at the sky, at the horizon, using our peripheral vision. And this helps to calm our nervous system as well. And another thing to consider, are there any games, sports, or activities to prioritize? So before having Stuart, Pete and I would love to go into town and play some tennis. Stuart now is obsessed with soccer and he likes basketball too. So we'll bring the soccer ball. We'll bring the basketball. We can play in the at the back of the cottage or we can go in town and play on a, a soccer field or a basketball court. But just playing games and sports that we enjoy together is a great way to spend a few hours. We're also, Stuart's also getting into chess checkers and we have this online bingo that we can play with actual bingo cards. So it's just the caller online. There's actually an app for that too. Um, So those are common games we play to get them off screens and then scheduling time for Pete and I to play a Scrabble game, a card game, to play some boggle after Stuart goes down. Those are some things to prioritize. So figure out how you like to spend your time 
in regards to certain sports or games and bring those up with you, the tools that you need to make those happen. And then thinking about what do you want to eat? Where do you want to eat it? With whom? So when we're at the cottage, we try to eat outside as much as possible, as long as the bugs aren't eating us alive. Um, You know, we want to be able to enjoy nature as much as possible. We like to figure out some meals. So we bring up a few meals with us and then we'll go into town shopping to get some extra food. But we really enjoy seafood like cedar plank salmon, scallops with a nice mango or pineapple salsa. I really like to bring some really good quality chocolate and have a variety of chocolate while I'm at the cottage because I I am obsessed. And if I don't have a little bit of chocolate every day, the day's not as good as it could have been. I might bring some ingredients to make like a homemade fruit crumble. Um, So, and I actually did a big Costco shop and a big carrot shop so that we have some frozen things and um, healthy package things we can bring to keep it simple. We do typically go into town a couple of times. So we have some favorite restaurants. There's even an, an amazing taco stand. So figuring out if you go into town, if you're at the cottage um, or wherever you are, picking out a few restaurants that you want to try. You can even scope out the menu before and pick out some things that you'd like to order. And another favorite activity is having a campfire and roasting marshmallows. So we're definitely going to plan that in with Stuart. We've been known to do it at 7 a.m. in the morning. I know it sounds strange because he's in bed by about 8.30 when there's a fire ban. So there's certain times where you can and can't have fires. And sometimes it just works out that we'd rather do it in the morning because by the end of the evening, we're a little exhausted and we still want him to get to bed at a good time. We're getting through the list, but hopefully you're starting to think about how to make the most out of your vacation or staycation. You want to look at who you're going with, who you're traveling with, and how can you invest in those relationships? So obviously for me, it's investing in relationships with family members, with Stuart, with my partner, Pete, with my sister and her family when they come up with my parents, but I am also planning to schedule a phone call or two with two friends I haven't chatted with in a while. They're obviously not going to be going away with us, but if I can schedule a half hour call while I'm going for a walk or sitting outside, I find I have the space and time to actually be present and connect with friends who I haven't chatted with in a while. I also want to be sure that Pete and I schedule some time together after we get Stuart down, having an intentional activity, you know, instead of watching a movie or a show together, which we enjoy as well, but actually playing that game of Scrabble, playing Boggle, sitting outside, chatting, um, and not watching TV, um, I think are really important activities to do. So still having some date nights after Stuart is in bed. And you also want to think about how can you nurture your mind and your heart? 
So to nurture my mind, I always bring a fiction book and a nonfiction book. I usually have a newspaper, maybe a Toronto Life, a few podcasts, some for fun, some more educational that I download so I can enjoy those depending on my mood, if I feel like learning or if I feel like escaping and going into more fiction, I have the options. And I always bring my journal so I can do a gratitude journal, I can... um, write down ideas that I might have because I find the creative juices get flowing while I'm away. And we may pick out certain movies or shows to watch depending on our mood as well. To nurture my mind, definitely having the journal there, scheduling times of silence, whether it's meditating, whether it's sitting outside and just listening to the sounds and being present, or even going for a walk and not having my you know, phone on, not listening to podcasts. Those are great ways to nurture my heart as well. I'm enjoying doing wordles. I want to try a new recipe or two while I'm away um, and definitely getting out in nature as much as I as possible. So getting in the lake, walking around the cottage, going to Arrowhead or, or Algonquin Provincial Park. These are all ways that really nourish my heart. And it can be simple, right? Just get on the dock, have a cup of tea, be present and savor the sounds, the sights, the smells, the feeling of the wind, the temperature on your skin. It can be so mindful and so simple. Um, We did a mindful meditation, kind of like a presence meditation when we had Amy Fowler on the podcast, but it was a five, four, three, two, one, and I can get it mixed up, but it's basically say you're sitting or you're out for a walk. So look around and see five things that maybe you would not notice. So maybe you don't notice the leaves on the tree, or you don't notice what the sun looks like in the sky or the clouds. So name five things. And then, so it was five, four, three, two, one. So then four would be, um, you might listen to the sounds around you and notice four different sounds, even if it's your feet hitting the ground, if it's the sound of the wind or the leaves rustling. And then you move to three. So three might be three sensations in your body. So it might be what it feels like as your feet are hitting the ground. It might be what does the air or the wind feel like on your skin. And then two would be two different smells. So maybe it's the smell of your cup of tea or coffee as you're drinking it. Maybe it's the smell of the forest. Maybe it's the smell of your coffee breath, but just being aware of two different smells to get you grounded in the moment. And then the one, the last one would be taste. What do you taste in your mouth? So maybe it's that cup of tea or coffee. Maybe you're sucking on a mint. That one might not always be applicable, but it's a great mindful exercise that only takes a few minutes. You can make it take as long as you want because you can sit in each of those sensations, but that can be a really good reset to nurture your heart as well. And then there's two more things to think about. So how will you, what will you do to ensure you disengage from work? And we already covered that in the vacation departure planner. So by completing that, that will ensure you disengage, but maybe you need your partner to keep you accountable to that. So you might tell your partner beforehand, I'm only checking email at this time on this day. Um, If you see me checking at other times, tell me to stop. So sometimes that's a good system to set into place. 
And then lastly, is there anything else that you need to achieve your vacation? For me, it's mindset, the mindset that I deserve to unwind and to make things easy. I deserve to enjoy myself. I don't have to accomplish tasks to feel fulfilled. I, I'm able to let go of some of the shoulds that I usually have in my daily life. So if I can have the mindset that I'm only going to make an elaborate meal if I want to, I'm going to keep it simple if I don't feel like it and that's okay. I'm going to be trying, try to be more minimalistic and not bring so much to the cottage. I'm going to try I'm going to not focus on my physical appearance and feeling like I need to wear makeup or have my hair done. So having the mindset to let things go that you deserve to unwind, that it doesn't have to be perfect and I can go with the flow and be happy with what comes up is what I like to enter vacation into with so that I can manifest all the things that we talked about. So I hope you found this exercise valuable. Again, we'll link to the Vacation Optimizer Planner. It's just two pages that you can print out. I highly recommend you do this. It sounds like it takes a long time, but it actually takes five, 10 minutes to do. But setting the intention for your break is key. And this can even setting the intention for each day is key as well, just to make sure you get something out of it that you enjoy, that you look forward to. So now we'll move to the second part of the podcast. So I'm going to share my super mom moment. So Stuart is our only child and he's at the age now, he's five and a half, where he's asking for more play dates. If he has to hang out with adults all the time, he enjoys it for a bit, but you can tell he wants other kids around. So we've been scheduling a lot of play dates and I've actually taken out my two nephews on two separate occasions to have a play date with Stuart. So it gave my sister a break. It gave Stuart a chance to play with his cousins to connect with them further. And it also gave me a chance to connect with my nephews because normally it's hard to have that time when, you know, your own child is around. So I got to know them on a deeper level and see, I got to see their personalities shine through. I got to have fun and laugh and yes, it was tiring. And yes, I don't know how people do it with more than one kid, but it gave me a huge appreciation for parents of multiples. Um, so I'd say that's definitely a super mom moment. I was exhausted after but totally glad that I did it. And then I'm looking forward to when my sister takes Stuart for a sleepover and for a play date, which is happening soon. So Pete and I can have some quality time. Uh, my mama mess up is that I haven't been keeping up with my personal appointments, with my massages. I have a few medical appointments that I need to make. I've been putting those to the back burner and I know it's so important. So tomorrow morning, I actually have one of those medical appointments, but I'm going to schedule a massage and potentially get one while I'm away as well, if they're not booked up, but really having the intention to get back into that routine for my self-care and looking after myself. And my mama must have, I've definitely been using my KitchenAid food processor over and over again. Um, I made coleslaw yesterday. I love that slicer blade to 
chop up the cabbage, the onions, the fresh ginger root that I put in there. I love making salad dressing in there. I might use the ginger root, turmeric, um, lemon juice, lemon peel, lemon zest. I also use it to make smoothies and energy balls. And then even to blend up ice cream, because we have an ice cream maker, we love making coconut milk ice cream. Um, And then I also use my KitchenAid food processor every Sunday to make crepes. I just dump all the ingredients in there. I blend it up and then I make the crepes. It's so easy. Pour them into a pan. So I can link to that recipe as well. I love it because it's not a huge cleanup. So let me go through what else is happening. So Dr. Tony has her next hypnobirthing session for expecting parents looking to decrease fear and anxiety to support their natural instincts around labor and birth. It's happening this fall. So you can join her at www.hypnobirthingcalgary.com forward slash register. I have a new meetup group called Wild Women Adventures Toronto. So you can go to meetup and find the group there. And I'm actually having a five-day cold shower challenge starting on Monday, September 19th. So if you go to Wild Women Adventures, you'll see the information there. Um, It's online, but you get an hour workshop at the beginning with an expert in cold water therapy. Her name's Lisa as well, Lisa Crickfaluzzi. She has a company called Stay Unbounded and her knowledge will blow you away and the benefits of cold therapy will as well. I am opening up enrollment for my Fall Wild Collective. You can get on the wait list at www.wildcollectivetoronto.com. I already have some spots taken. There's a wait list. Um, So be sure to sign up for the wait list so you get information when enrollment opens. So thank you everybody for joining us today. You can email us or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love you to subscribe, leave us a review and a five-star rating if you enjoyed this episode. You can also support us by visiting our Patreon page. So please tell your perimenopausal mama friends about us too. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. Until next time.